Hello, everybody. It's March 1st, 2018, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I'm Bobby Shortle, and I'm here with Mr. Hugh Perry. Happy St. David's Day, everybody. And against all my best wishes, oh boy. Matt Wood. Oh, boy. The boys <laughs> are back in town. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy are back, Matt, and they're here to give you a talking You've to about, a very your, bad boy. about your podcast performance. Kelsey died. Uh, <laughs> I'm Kelsey's sorry. alive. She's alive. Yes. No. I I forget yeah. that I'm. She's I'm, doing. I'm on like a public actual... forum at the moment. So <laughs> yeah. She's, she's learning. Please don't say that Kelsey is dead. That's not okay. a good. That's not sorry. a good look. Yeah. It's um, be the next Paul McCartney. Within a minute of the podcast starting. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we are. Uh, we're here to talk about video games, ostensibly, I guess. Um, yes. I can't say it's going to match the energy and hmm. wit and humor of last week's show, but yeah. uh, we will try our damn best. Half, huh? We'll try. Half will be here. Half will be here. Half. It's true, but we're missing uh, the better half. Really, Kelsey's not with Aww. us uh, th- this That's week, true. so um, uh, we're going to try in our best in her, in her stead to to talk about some video games. Um, and we got some stuff to talk about. We, it's been a couple weeks since. Hugh or I have recorded a podcast. Um, sure. Is the last time either of us recorded Game of the Year? I think it was. Yes. Yes. It so was. It feels like ages ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Got some stuff that I want to talk about, um, as does Hugh. And I guess Matt will also talk about some video games. Um, oh, yes. Uh, and we've also got some news and stuff to talk about um, that, we're, uh, that we're excited about. I, I, wish, I wish you all could be in our... I wish and I don't that you could all be in our group text chat that we have oh, no, running no. constantly. Oh. No, I don't want no offense to you Focus listeners, children, no. and weird insults, and yeah. <laughs> and like would, after seven o'clock, to... Hugh just goes away. Oh, yeah, it's I don't go diff- away. I go to sleep, and then I get a, and then I, I, I recharge. Four in the morning, there's a text message. Yeah. Well, to be fair, and this is—I I am the first person to get on Hugh for the random times for us that he text messages. But to be fair to Hugh, when Hugh wakes up, he probably has about seventy-five message indications yeah, from our one least. text. Chat. I woke up. I woke up one one morning, mm-hmm. and I had—I picked my phone up, and I just looked at my messaging app, and it had the like a red circle with sixty-six above it, and I was just like, "Fuck this! It's too early for." <laughs> So, and I just started. I was sat eating my breakfast cereal, just scrolling through, like all this nonsense. Yeah, it was. It was 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 quite amusing. Matt was very drunk. Let's just put it it that way. Again, again. Oh God, no! Let's let's walk that back a little bit. Like, (laughs) actually, the worst of the photos are when he was sober. I think. Yeah, that actually is true. Oh, like yeah, the one where... On yeah, line. the lime one. Yeah, that was not good. I think I think I might tweet that one. That was no, not a great look no. for that. Hugh, this is how you lose pictures on text messages. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt is also uh, the conversation killer as far as the comments and stuff that Aww. he makes. I just because well, he's he's basically like trying to turn us into a bunch of ornithologists. I would love that. Like, oh my nope. god. Oh, that would be <laughs> wonderful. You know, ever since I got that book, it has rained every single day. I have not seen a bird in like a month. So, 
Oh, you guys. That's a great like, story. You guys are the worst. Mm. You guys are the worst. Not like, <laughs> not like Jason Statham birds, like, you know, wing, winged, winged beasts of the sky. When you said not Jason like, Statham, I was thinking of Jason Bateman. <laughs> they are two very, very different people, people. Matthew. <laughs> they are. They are very different. Um, anyway, um. anyway. <laughs> let's talk about video games guys let's let's talk about them video games and what and the ones that we like and, and and not so much the ones we don't like we don't usually talk about the ones we don't like so much um matt i'm gonna have you go uh, first yeah. all right so i'm gonna put three minutes on this here clock and go i don't want to begin by stating that kelsey was right but but you just did. She was. She, just did. Uh, she recommended last week this iOS game called Florence, and it's not really a game. It really isn't. Um, but it is a interesting interactive app. Uh, I I don't I don't really know what to call it. It's more or less a story that you kind of uh, that takes advantage advantage of the medium that it's in. And I mean it is it is like a little romancy kind of you know. Uh, uh, visual novel sort of but it, it works incredibly well on the phone and it really is effective uh, in some of the uh, interface that it uses so uh, I, that, I would say that if you have $3 and uh, you want to get really really depressed um, play that it's, it's, it's a good time uh, other than that I played uh, I streamed I streamed again. I am a streamer. You did on Twitch you at Johnny Matt Wood, which I wasn't streaming like, on last week. Like Shroud. Like uh, sure, uh, <laughs> but you don't know who that no, is. No, I have no idea. <laughs> um, I uh, I streamed uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon uh, just on yeah. a on a whim. Interesting. I was going to stream the X Men arcade game, uh, and I probably still will do that, but. Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is actually kind of fun. Uh, so I, I popped up the, the old MAME and uh, played a little bit of that. And uh, people watched and they talked and they interacted and we they talked about anime. And everyone knows that I uh, am the best to talk to an- about anime with because I know nothing about it. Um, but that was fun. Your Sailor Moon knowledge far strips mine, my friend. Uh, I, I do have a... I do have a, a, a introductory knowledge of, of Sailor Moon. I can tell you characters and basic information. But that's about it. And then I played Rock Band 3. Okay. Okay. Bear with me. I finally got everything I needed. I have a drum set. I have a guitar. I have a microphone. I found the keytar, but it was 40 bucks, and I was like, ah, eh, I don't need that. Um... <laughs> But the good news is the the music store is still open for business. I thought when I went that it was going to be like, uh, man, the license have expired on these games on these songs years ago, and I was going to be disappointed. I wasn't disappointed. I bought song DLC for Rock Band. I bought Carly Rae Jepsen's "Call Me Maybe." I bought Pope. Oh, that explains the tweet. I bought... It, it, it's You're out of time, song. by the way, Matt. You're out of time. But anyway, I'll let you continue. I'll anyway, let you continue. Go ahead. 
Go ahead. Uh, uh, the good news is I also read that not only do – if I bought Rock Band 4 my, for my PlayStation 4, not only can I transfer all of those purchases and all the songs in Rock Band 3 over to Rock Band 4, I can use all of my instruments on my PlayStation 4. You can. So guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be buying pretty soon. <laughs> Rock Band 4. Oh, you better believe it. You better believe it. I'm, I'm – I may have a copy that I can send you, Matt. Would that work? I guess it's, yeah, it's regional. It's uh, yeah, region free. because yeah, I yeah. bought it when I was in Manhattan, so it should do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, yeah, save, I, your, save your pennies, my friend. I, I would not turn you down, as a matter of because fact. Because I can't trade it in because they won't allow me to trade in... <laughs> Um, <laughs> overseas titles. Yeah, and they're so. also probably like only an idiot in Arkansas wants this shit. Um, but let me tell you, yeah. he does. And uh, you send me that, I send you my heart. That idiot is you. Okay, I'll just take your gratitude. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, that. <laughs> I don't. So, Matt, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Okay. If you indeed played Sailor Moon, why did you mm. list it on Twitch as Super Castlevania Four or whatever? Oh. Yeah, Elgato's programming is kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> I, I Originally, when I was testing out uh, Twitch for the first time on my own personal one, I was playing uh, Castlevania 4 and kicking uh. all kinds of ass at it. Uh, of course. Then, yeah, of course. Of course. But then the next week, I played... Uh, oh, I played uh, uh, Kirby, and like it would like go back and forth. Like I couldn't... I, I don't know what it still is. I type in all the information, uh, you know, like, okay, I'm playing Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, Elgato. Uh, but it, it still thinks, like, ah, no, you're not. You're playing Castlevania. Mm. And I'm not. Okay. Yeah. It's probably like, no, nah, there's no way. There's no yeah. way. <laughs> A 30-year-old grown-ass man yeah. is playing Pretty Guardian we'll, Sailor we'll Moon. Tell. But I do find it humorous that someone might stumble upon it thinking, oh, sweet, Super Castlevania 4. <laughs> And they're like, ah, yeah. this isn't Super Castlevania. I changed it, Mac. Like, I changed it. Oh, I changed it. On, I changed it on Twitch, so it said the right thing. So the video's over there on the Twitch. Twitch.tv/talkinggames. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, cool. Because I, I, I was pretty sure I was recording. It. I, I had that backup, but yes, good. That's good to yes. know. It's good to know. <laughs> they archive. I, I went through this with you, Matt. I know, but come on, you know. The short story is Matt streamed something like last week, and then he didn't set his own personal Twitch channel to archive his dreams. So right. it's lost in, in the ether in the ether mm-hmm. where it should be. Uh, I don't think he actually streamed, but I'm thinking about turning this into a Sunday night thing. Sunday night, Matt, uh, Sunday night, Nitro. That, that would be Matinee. great. Yeah. And Matt, Matt, uh, fun. Day. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah. yeah Hugh, I'm going to put three minutes on the clock and <laughs> go. <laughs> okay so um uh, i've been playing a lot more um rainbow six siege recently um kind of on the back of the free weekend that they had um and man i love that game such a good like um just like really cool variation of characters um really good learning curve um after watching um the rainbow six Rainbow Six Siege World Cup, which was on the same weekend as they sort of revealed the new Outbreak event and had the free weekend. I was kind of like watching people sort of use the environment a bit more and sort of like making holes in walls and, 
you know, using that for to create extra sight lines and stuff like that. It's just one of those cool games, a bit like PUBG, where you're always sort of learning. And I am super stoked for the Outbreak event. The PVE thing on that looks absolutely awesome. Um, I'm happy to say I've finally turned the corner with Nia. Um, I haven't played much more of it than I have, but I spent a few hours with it and I found I got to the bit with the fairground. Um, and all I'll say is that bit is super, super cool and finally sort of like gets the game going with a bit of like personality, sort of I'm intrigued by what's going on in that world now as opposed to just sort of the first few hours felt like a bit of a slog to me. Um, but yeah, I'm... I'm looking forward to spending more time with that game now, and I'm I'm happy to say that because I know so many people who love that game. Um, the music's a bit iffy though. Um, <laughs> uh, troll. Um, and also, um, I bought and played through um, Steam World Dig Two in like three sittings, and that game, as Bobby has said many times, is fucking awesome. Um, like one of the best metroidvania games i've ever played um just a really cool um nice simple gameplay loop with a brilliantly um well constructed and sort of um easy to read upgrade system and i think it's fantastic and i was saying to bobby is like how is a game that's on like less than 350 megabyte download how does it look that good it's like it's really colorful and it looks gorgeous um and it's fantastic and i i i don't think i'm done with it i might want to play a bit more of it it's really cool and lastly um i've also been playing slay the spire um i'll have a um, what is video coming out for that today um and it's a collectible card game slash roguelike hybrid um and it's really really cool um very easy to grasp um has a good learning curve it's not just sort of like what you see what you get you have to sort of like think tactically and um use the card the hand of cards that is put in front of you um to their best which i don't always do because i'm a bit stupid and get hasty and don't always read the cards properly um but it's a great game and if you like collectible card games and you like roguelikes and you want something that splices it together I highly recommend it. And if you're a bit iffy, watch my What Is video and hopefully that might um, sway you either way. Um, so that's what I've been playing. All right. I'll let you go a little long there, Hugh, but I'm feeling, Thank I'm feeling you. nice today. Oh, merciful one. <laughs> when I was in charge, we didn't have no time. Left. I know. I was. I listened, Matt. I listened to your bullshit, all right? Oh, oh. <laughs> it's your turn. I just walk out the door and you just change the whole way the show is run. I get oh, it. Oh, yeah. I get it. Matt, I, I, I think you've really annoyed Dad. I, yeah. I'm sorry, Ma. <laughs> I just... Hey, Ma. I don't know how to get his attention. I just... <laughs> All right. I'm going to start this three minutes and I'm going to uh, go. Um so a, a couple of things. Um, I picked up Celeste. I know you guys have talked about it a few times on the show. Uh, I picked it up on Switch, and Good. I'm enjoying the game, though I do feel like possibly Switch was not the best place to pick it up. Oh, why? Um, because uh, while I love playing in the handheld mode, 
I feel like the analog sticks on the actual gamepad do are sort of not mm. uh, up to snuff when it comes to pixel perfect platforming stuff. Um, I just there's a lot of times where I felt like I'm hitting diagonal, but I'm going straight and vice versa. Um, and well, when I use the uh, game the uh, pro controller, those I don't have those problems nearly as much. Um, yeah. So that's an issue for me. Uh, I love the way the game looks. I love the style of the game. I love like the interesting and unexpected level of story and narrative and character that are in the game, which was not something I really expected. Um, I, I think it's a very good uh, platformer. Um, and what I like about it a lot is that a lot of the situations you get into are more puzzle situations than they are... Um, I mean, they're difficult platforming scenarios, but they're more like, oh, how do I get through this? Like, what trick do I have to use? Which way do I have to go here and there? And I, I, I like that a lot. I will say I think that uh, it's a very good game that falls just short, I think, of being a great game because I do feel like uh, it's not as tight control-wise as you'd want something that that's that, that difficult to be. And again, this might be the... Um, that might be the platform I'm playing it on, but I feel like also that's not really what it is. You know, um, it falls short of like that Meat Boy, Super Meat Boy type of absolute precision when it comes to the platforming. I am enjoying it though. Um, I played a little Rainbow Six Siege with, with you, not very much, so I don't can't speak too much of it. But I had a good time with it. I tried it way back when it first had released and had kind of not really been into it. But playing it this time around after playing some tactical shooters since then uh, made me more, I think, open to the game and, and I'm going to keep playing it. Uh, I, I, I popped out my um, SNES classic as well. Um, and I played, I've been watching giant bomb play through Contra hardcore. So I was like, Oh, let me play whatever Contra game is on this thing. And it's, uh, I guess Contra three mm -hmm. the the alien, alien wars. Uh, that game is fucking hard. <laughs> yep, sure is. <laughs> Especially with one person, that game is very, very hard. So I um, played it for about 20 minutes and then stopped. Um, and then I also started playing Super Castlevania 4. Uh, <laughs> and that game... It's not that hard, really, at all, <laughs> uh, compared especially yeah. to the previous Castlevania games. Yeah. It is. It allows you to do things that those games did not, which makes the game much easier, which is like, I can swing diagonally with the whip, and mm -hmm. I can attack while I'm on the stairs, like stuff like that uh, allows yeah. it to be a little bit, um, a little bit the, easier. I like the whip and let it dangle. That's yeah, it's a weird, it's like a weird yeah, animation on it. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's a little bit strange. Um, but I, I enjoy playing that. I made a safe state. I'm going to go back to that one. Um, yeah. That's one of the games I played. What? Is that your first time playing it? Uh, and since I was probably, you know, seven years old or wow. whatever. So wow. yes. that's a good that's a good feeling. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go back and, and play through that, I think. I think that's going to be one of the games I actually play through on there. Uh, I beat the first boss, the skeleton joust man. Mm -hmm. uh, he was pretty easy. Um, I like those villains because when you think you've beaten them, they always have like one, one, one little hit left, and they're always true. like, oh, "I'm dead." No, I'm not. That's true. <laughs> um, cool. And then lastly, this is not a game I've gotten or I've played, but I signed up for GameFly uh, mm. because 
I, I need to spend less money this year on video games. <laughs> and there are games that I'm going to want to buy outright and, 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 and own and or games that I know I'll play for a very long period of time that I, I'll want to have with me. Um, but for games like I just got Dragon Ball Fighters um, cool. in the mail from them. And it's a game I want to try. Like, I want to try that. I want to try Metal Gear Survive, even though it's I, I'm not looking forward to really playing it really at all. Um so stuff like that, I, I don't want to spend the retail price on uh, to play. So I sign up for Gamefly. Sometimes it can be a little bit, you know, uh, tough with the availability of games. But uh, for the games that I want it for, I'm not going to really be relying on them to be there, you know, the day of release or, or whatever it is. So I'm okay with it. Um, like Far Cry 5 is another example of a game that I... I am curious to see what it is and how they go about that theme, those themes and that thing that I think they might totally botch, but I don't want to spend $60 on it because I've literally never played more than like four hours of a Far Cry game before I've been like, I'm good with this game. Um, Yeah, I'm the same with those games. Even though on paper, I'm kind of like, yeah, this I want to play this game. Like, this looks cool. And then I get in there and and I'm just like, I don't really like doing this. Um, So uh, stuff like that, I I, want to try out in that way and and not, you know, and and, and not spend the money on. So I'm going to see how it goes, um, see how how I like it. Um, But... It's going to save me money regardless because I'll definitely buy less games. So I'm, I'm trying that out. I'm going back to the rental thing. Going back in time. Wow. Hashtag nineteen nothing wrong with that. Do you have your Blockbuster card, though? And yeah, I do have my Blockbuster card, but I'd rather rent from the do local really? store. No, no, I don't have my Blockbuster card. Oh, <laughs> man. That was... Gotcha. I know. I, I <laughs> Got him. I, I threw mine away, too. And like a few years ago, I was like, wouldn't it be kind of... It'd be only cool to me. But it would be kind of cool to still have that thing in my wallet. It would definitely not be cool. Um, no, but <laughs> it's mildly interesting. Y- yes, I will. I will give you mildly interesting, Matt, yeah. for sure. Um, Thank you. Um, speaking of SNES Classic, it wasn't until I got mine that I realized that Contra is Probotector. Um, yeah, because. When, when when they were like, oh, there's this Contra game on, on the SNES Classic over here. And I was just like, hmm, okay, I've never played any of those games. That's cool. Um, and then I played it. I was like, this is fucking Probotector. <laughs> Wait, what is that so, word you're saying? Probotector. Probotector. Pro- it was like the European... Detector? I Probo- don't understand what you're saying. Probotector. Yeah. Do you know why they went with like a weird, different thing? But- I don't know. It's just the same, maybe it's for the same reason they... Like they called Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles instead of Ninja Turtles. I haven't, oh. got, I haven't am, got the but foggiest. Am I idea. wrong? Like, didn't they like palette or not or pixel switch them? And like, they're, like, they're robots in in the first. Concept. I think so. Yeah, the sprites yeah, are different. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. That is yeah, very very I, weird. Um, I don't know why. Maybe there was like a similar game. Must have been something. in Europe or something. I don't. I don't know. Or like uh, maybe yeah, it wasn't you know, until you could shoot robots, and that's better than shooting humans or something. I, I don't know. Maybe you have some kind of yeah, I yeah that, decency. That could be a reason. <laughs> back then. Yeah, back that is then, strange though. I didn't know that. Happen. I didn't know they had different yeah. names. Yeah, yeah. That was that was why they called the Ninja Turtles the Hero Turtles mm-hmm. here because it sounded less combative, and it's just like <laughs> really, <laughs> fuck's sake. That's really funny. Less Did combative. You? When did you learn that they were called the Ninja Turtles? Like, did you always know, um, or was it like... like Fairly when... early, because around okay. the time they sort of... Um, 
I think I remember the irony being was the comics mm-hmm. were called the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I think I knew because of the comics because my uncle read them. Um, so yeah, mm. I, I I knew, but I was just like, what what the hell is this? Is this this again? I was like, is this the same thing, or is it just a, like a weird <laughs> knockoff? Or well, so, there was yeah. a lot of weird knockoffs for those Ninja Turtles around that time. Yeah, 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 is. definitely. Um, okay, so let's talk about some of these these stories we, we we've got here to talk about. Matt, you brought up one, um, mm. and I was I was let's say dismissive in our group chat about the story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, PlayStation Plus, which uh, obviously gives you those sweet free games every month if you have a PlayStation Plus subscription. Uh, this month, I believe, March, it's Bloodborne and what's the other game? Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank, which is, that's an pretty awesome, solid. that's but a really awesome solid. lineup. Um, uh, it, it, they're dropping support for PS3 and Vita in 2019. Um, and we know now that as they're, it, they're, people are running with this meant for numbers of games that will be out each month. If you're a PS4 subscriber, you know, subscriber, you're still going to get, you're going to get two PS4 games a month, which is the, the normal sort of thing. Um, if, if you had those other systems, some of them happen to be actually playable in the PS4, you'd get more, but that too is, is the normal number. Uh, they're dropping PS3 and Vita though. And, and um, you know, I had said, what's the big deal? It, it, they're both dead platforms, but Matt had brought up interesting kind of where this could spiral out to. So why don't you, why don't yeah. you lay down for the listeners what you talked about in the group chat, Matt? Well, I always, I always believe that that would be the first move in this inevitable process of dropping network support for the PlayStation Three. Um, mm. It's, it's bound to happen. Uh, yeah. Uh, and and while, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, no one really play. Do, do you also have your PlayStation Three? I'm curious. Yes, I do. do. Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I mean, especially that generation, that was the generation where network rely or, you know, dependability uh, became a big factor for a lot of games. You think of like uh, XCOM and, you know, there are numerous other games, especially online games uh, like Call of Duties and, and whatnot, where, you know, without the online, there's really nothing else besides like maybe a two hour campaign or a three hour campaign. And I, I don't know, like it's it's an it will eventually happen to where there's no network, uh, you know, you cannot connect to a network on a PlayStation 3. And when that happens, uh, not only does it mean uh, you will not have access to digital purchases that you've made, uh, which I feel like that will be the last uh, thing that will go. But eventually, yeah, I mean, why? Who knows how much it costs to keep that running? And how long will it take before there's no reason for Sony to keep that running? Hmm. Um, I personally, uh, on my PlayStation 3, I I've put in a, uh, I don't remember what size it was, it was years ago, but I put in a uh, decent size uh, laptop uh, uh, hard drive, uh, you know, so I could download every PlayStation Plus purchase and that, that's also a thing that, that, that really makes me curious. Uh, eventually, 
you know, do, am I not going to have access to those uh, PlayStation Plus games anymore? I mean, I guess I, I don't own them. Um, so No, you uh, don't. <laughs> I don't own them, yeah. So it, that's, that's interesting, you know? I mean, because there, there have been decisions made based off of, should I sell this game? Oh, I got it free on PlayStation Plus. And I, I mean, I still have it, but I won't forever. Yeah, I mean, I think that... I'm. I don't know how Sony is going to deal with this stuff. I know that Microsoft, um, I I think foresaw or I should say um, prepared for this eventuality when they shut down um, the original Xbox Live for the original Xbox. Uh, I, it was partly to make sure that the networks going forward uh, were compatible with each other. So Microsoft, I think, has it in them that, like, Mm -hmm. as far as they're concerned, Xbox Live is going to be running as long as there is an Xbox out, you know, and the back ends are going to kind of communicate with each other and talk with each other and sort of be running on the same infrastructure in in a lot of ways. Right. Um, Yeah. So, So like, which explains, like, the whole backwards compatibility thing. Well, yeah, that yes, that yes. Um, they want the platform to be kind of all-encompassing, but um, Sony, I know, has something like that going on because they have a lot of the same issues they had on the PS3, still on the PS4, not being able to change your name, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, they're not necessarily known as much for being the forward-thinking online company, yeah. uh, which Microsoft was, but I will say, much like on the Xbox, if someone on your friends list is on the PS3 playing a game... You can see that they're online and playing the game. So I have to imagine those two systems work with each other. Um, you know, there are going to be situations, I think, when uh, like third-party companies are pulling down servers sure. um, for things. Like the uh, biggest one right now is that Demon Souls, the, uh, you know, the, the first in the Soul series, it's like live servers are coming down. Um, Namco is taking those servers down. And that was actually supposed to happen a long time ago. And sort of the outcry kept them having the servers alive for, for a quite a long time. Now they're finally going down. Um, you'll be able to play that game because you can play that game offline, but you know, you're going to be missing that aspect of it. Um, right. You know, our, you, our, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, you know, we've seen this with like Halo uh, and Halo two and I uh, guess three, <laughs> but like, uh, I, actually, I don't know about Halo three. I don't know if you can still play uh, online can't, uh, you know, multiplayer, for Halo uh, Three, off of the 360, I doubt it. But yeah, you know you can. You definitely, you, you totally can. can. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I know, I know two, and well, I guess one did never have it. So. One did have uh, online. Two is yeah, right. two is gone two, yeah. beca- because yeah. of they shut down Xbox Live. But it's actually back now if you have the Master Chief right. collection. You know, but yeah, uh, but, but video game snobs being video game snobs, you're going to be like, oh, that's not the same thing because you mm-hmm. know I want to play my original disc and all that stuff. So I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's interesting because you know video game preservation is a big thing right now, uh, and a lot of the online elements in video games is a big question mark of how do you really preserve that? Mm-hmm. Can you you know like can can people you know kind of create their own possible servers for some of these things you know i th- i think that kind of like um a, a big thing with that is like you look at i think there's actually like a fan-made um halo online mm-hmm. um 
so there is preservation in that respect, which is kind of like, I guess, a similar sort of ethos to sort of emulating, I suppose. I mean, the only thing I can think is that maybe, you know, the emulators will evolve and it'll be emulated versions of the games mm-hmm. which you can play online. But then how, where does the server, um, you know, where does the connectivity online come from? Would it, it, you know, I guess it would have to be like peer to peer at all times. Which causes it in itself uh, its own problems, or someone running but, a custom server. They they just shut down those uh, EA and Dice just shut down those people who were running those like custom Battlefield oh, yeah. servers, like for the old Battlefield yeah. games that don't have online anymore. Um, and they were running like basically like you downloaded the client and then you just like injected this code into it and ran this kind of shell on top of it, and you could connect just like you were connecting to a multiplayer game that was still active and live. So, uh, and they made them shut it down. I mean, there'll be things. The only problem is to emulate uh, an original Xbox even is still, they still haven't totally figured out how to do that. They're barely figuring out how to do it. They're barely figuring out how to do Dreamcast at this point. Yeah, they, they, uh, don't, they don't know how to do the, the Saturn's still a mystery, you know? Yeah. It's, it's um, weird. And I feel like the Xboxes are probably going to be a little bit easier to figure out because they are built so sure. much on PC architecture. But to run a virtual Xbox is going to take a lot of, of power. Um, but again, it's like, what is that? The, is that the, this is the weird position that video companies put people in. Is like, is that the answer? Is the answer like, I have to shadily download something in order right. to play this thing that maybe I own, you know, I own sure. Halo 2 and I can't play it online. Like, what's my recourse to play it online with people? I have to go through some sort of weird loop-de-loop, you know, modded or or emulated system in order to make it happen. Um, and we and now we, I mean, it's been going on for a while, but now we're coming to the point where, like, what about games that are online only? Like, I mean, World of Warcraft is something that, of course, is probably going to run for almost in perpetuity. Um, but like, what if World Warcraft shut its servers down? Like, that game just yeah. doesn't exist anymore at, at that point. So, I mean, there's Fantasy Star Online, you know, and there's people that are still playing it, but they, you know, it's a Dreamcast game, but they still have like some backwards ass ways of playing it. But that's the thing, right? You first have to online these... game I ever played. What's that? Fantasy Star Online is the first online game yeah. I ever played. Yeah, I mean, and it's, um, yeah, I mean, cr- clearly you're not running a server off the Dreamcast anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, but, not really. I mean, from the company's point of view, I mean, I, I can, I can understand it because it's going to get to the point yeah. where there's just so much um, in the way of servers running at all times, and those things cost money to run. Hence, why. You know, we pay subscription fees for, mm-hmm. you know, games with gold and um, PlayStation Plus and so on and so forth. Um, and, you know, the PS3 is a 12-year-old console. The Vita's what, six years old and, you know, is, you know, a minority system, I guess. Um, you know, and PlayStation rightly say, like, the PS4 is... It is most likely to be uh, like to end up could well end up being like the best selling console of all time if it carries on selling like it is. Um, so you know, it's it's catch 22. I mean, they can indefinitely keep supporting all these servers and so and all that infrastructure and being able to maintain it. Um, because 
otherwise it's just going to end up they're just going to end up sort of neck deep in all these games and servers that they need to support yeah. um it's a it's a shame i mean in terms of like if they ever shut down say like like you said matt with you know what happens if they shut down your your access on your ps3 to just like online capabilities entirely and you can't go download any of your games um i mean do they go down the route of like um finally making like playstation now a viable service and improving that and sort of doing something like that and saying right we know you own these games already um and you'll be able to play them on this service but then for me that sony would then have to make it so it's kind of like the xbox game pass where you can actually download the games to play them because playstation now playing games on that service just it's not very fun yeah it's It's, yeah it's shit um so it yeah i mean you could go around in circles talking about it for ages really Mm. i mean it's just it's just this sort of i guess it's just a balancing act like when when do you finally go okay it's time to pull the plug right and, and you know, yeah there's never going to be a good time unfortunately right but i don't think you pull the plug on the psn in total you know so i think no. that's the no, no, only that's way that I mean, you lose it's... access to all that stuff and if it ever happened yeah. they would be like hey we're gonna shut down like the psn store on the ps3 in a year Download all your shit now because you're not going to be able to go back and get it at, at, at any point, you know? But what if something horrible happens? And then if something horrible happens, man, they're just video games. Uh, but <laughs> Castlevania Symphony of the Night is not just a... No, I'm just kidding. Matt, how many uh, systems do you own <laughs> Castlevania Symphony of the Night on? 72. Yeah. No, I, two. <laughs> But, um, but no, it, 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 it is interesting because, I mean, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I, I paid for Castlevania Symphony of the Night, you know, so like. I don't think you're ever not going to be able to play those games if you have a working system. You I know? hope so. I hope so. Because I wonder if, they shut, if they shut the online off for Castlevania Symphony of the Night, like, like you, you can still play it. You know, it's if, if, you unplug, if you unplugged your if you turned off your Wi-Fi in your PS3, you could still play. 95% of the games on your that's, PS3. That's true. But a few years ago, Mara was doing her first Extra Life, and my PlayStation just wiped. Mm-hmm. Like it, just, it just fucked up, and I was able to re-download everything. That was fine. That was great. But every, it just I lost everything. Mm-hmm. Like that was the only way I was able to like reset my PlayStation. It was either that or like you know it doesn't come on anymore. And, like, that, that's what kind of gets me kind of like, oh, God, like, you know, like. Better back your shit up, Matt. I, I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> ba- back up the backups. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I can imagine you, instead of, like, the, those shelves of just, like, like cartridges, there's going to be rows and rows of, of hard, hard drives. drives. Yeah. Of all with the same thing on them. Yeah. I mean, I have, a, I have a binder like of Dreamcast games that are backups, you know. I mean, to a lesser extent, I mean, not maybe not to a lesser extent, but what happens when the battery, the backup batteries in your cartridges die, Matt? Your saves oh, go I, away. I, that's, how, that's why I learned how to solder. But yes, you are right. The, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the saves do go away. And it does suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's, there's, there's an there's a expiration date yeah. on everything to a certain I know. point. Yeah. 
a lot of people are dealing with right now like this strong fear of disc rot, like a bunch of like Sega CD games and mm-hmm. you know early CD-ROM games. Like they're just they're just slowly decomposing because time is a bastard. Yeah, but shit on a <laughs> CD, you can take off that pretty thing pretty easily. Well, yeah, you can rip that info off of there pretty easily. I know, but but. <laughs> But. I have I, I cannot get behind having any sort of nostalgia for ha- playing something off of a, a CD or a DVD. Like, there is no nostalgia <laughs> in that for me. Like, I understand, like, a physical cartridge that has, like, chips in it. But the other thing is just information written to the back of a disc. You can do that again, and it's the same exact thing. It's less romantic, yes. I'll give you. <laughs> but. <laughs> but. It's like the difference between like a a, a record it's and like still a CD. It's like it's, real it's... to me. <laughs> Damn it. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's definitely a thing, and it's going to be fascinating to to f- see what comes of it. You know, like where are we going to be in in a in a couple of years? But I I don't mm. see uh, the way I see it, and maybe they've talked about this, and people are going to be screaming at us for talking about this the way we are. I can't see Sony pulling down your. They had to shut down the PSN full stop, in, for that I to know. happen. Like yeah. if you go on, if you go on your, if would... you go on like the app on the phone, and you click on like your purchases, like it says everything from PS4 to Vita to PS3, like in the same list. So like I, yeah, that's true. I don't. Yeah. For, let's do this for example. I don't have a PSP. Okay. Good for uh, you. But, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but let's say I did. Let's say I had Metal Gear Acid or something that okay. I bought digitally. Uh, let's also, say I think happened. that's impossible. I don't think you could buy things digitally on the PSP. Could, could you not? I don't think I so. Thought, I don't think so. Like, was like the PS Minis? That, that was at least U- a thing, though, right? UMD or nothing. Oh, but I, well, maybe the but time. Yeah, actually, no, you're right. I think by the time yeah, I think yeah, the PSP yeah, ended, right? you could buy stuff on the store. I think I don't know if you could. I don't know. I'm speaking totally out of turn on this, but I, I maybe, don't. Maybe you could. Maybe you could buy like virtual console style or something like that, or like the, maybe like the bigger games, retail games, they didn't have on there, but they had. But there like, must have been right because by the PS1 end, they, they had that PSP Go or whatever it was called. Yeah, it had no right. UMD drive on it, so there had to be. That's right. You an ability watch to your download first season games, of Family right? Guy on your on your PSP. Um, <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. But what I'm saying is, like, let's say I have a PSP. Like, I, I, this this is something I would be able to look at if I own this thing, but I don't, and I'm good. <laughs> you good? You don't need that, that copy of Metal Gear Acid Two. Nah. Um, which I think you can play all that stuff on Vita. I think. I think you can play all your PSP stuff on Vita. I would. I don't have a Vita either. I've always the Vita was like a thing. I was like, oh, I'll get it eventually. I have one, Matt, and I've regretted it every day since I bought it. So. Really? I don't. Really? It's a great little system, but I just never play it. Like I never. I, play I know. It. I, and the I only thing download... I've ever played. Sorry, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. Oh no, no, that's fine. I want to hear what you played on it. I say the only thing I ever played on it were like cross play play games that I got. Oh yeah. Like yeah. a indie game, like Rogue Legacy or something. I, sure. I play that on my, my Vita, but. Never yeah, really I mean, bought that, anything just specifically for it. That was always the incentive for the Vita because, like, I've had PlayStation Plus for like five years now, mm-hmm. you know, and so like I have like over a hundred Vita games just waiting for me whenever I buy that thing. But uh, yeah, what am I gonna do? Play Uncharted Legacy or whatever? Come on. Um, I don't think it's called or, Legacy. But what is it? You know what I'm talking about? I know Uncharted what you're talking about. Portable. I know what you're talking about. Uncharted uh, to go. 
The problem with Sony's <laughs> mobile stuff was always this idea that they were like, it's just like you can play it on your TV. And I'm like, but that's yeah. not for this experience, which is going to be a hamstrung version of what I could play on my TV. I, I don't want, that's not what I want. Yeah. You know, if I want to, if I want to play a game on my TV, I'll play a game on my TV. It's not until the switch came out where it's like the same experience in both places that I, I, I like that, that idea was right for me. Um, Did you guys ever buy a PlayStation TV? I didn't. I always almost, because at one point I saw it at like GameStop for like, Eleven dollars or something. I so bought I mine for ten dollars from a Walmart, and let me <laughs> tell you, I the idea was that I was going to be able to like stream my PS4 on mm-hmm. my like upstairs TV. Oh my god, that runs like hot dog shit. That was <laughs> that. It simply does not work. Playing it's it like on the Vita, doing that on the Vita though actually physical. does work. Oh sure, very yeah, well. Sure. Like the, the stream, the stream play stuff works great. Here's um, my thing. I don't have a Vita. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I almost got it because I I really wanted to play Persona 4 Golden, but I didn't mm. want to play it on the Vita because I didn't want to spend 100 hours looking at the little screen. But I figured that's probably not the right reason to buy one. So, Can we end the discussion with this that we all agree on? PlayStation 3 is like a hell of a system, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, it was oh, a good system. Yeah. For sure. Oh, I, I think it's one of the best. That's the thing. There was ever a bone of contention. To uh, the first like it, two years, there it definitely was. Is it? No, but yeah, yeah. Is it but, one of know. the best video game consoles of all time? No, it's not even the best video game console of its generation. No. Right. Uh, like, the, I, I'm it's, sorry. Like, the 360 right. is is for that generation was the platform to have for the most part. It's online worked way better. The PlayStation 3's online stuff was not great. You couldn't. There was no party chat on PlayStation 3. When I um, finally bought my PlayStation 3, the month after was that month that the network went down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was that, too. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I bought it, and I bought a, a year's pass for, like, MLB TV. And, <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be great. This is going to be so much fun. And then nah, none of that shit worked. <laughs> that was like a month, right? That it was out. Is yeah. That what it was? yeah, 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 yeah. I got to enjoy my PlayStation Three for like a week and a half, and then those were dark days. I remember because that month they were it was out. Both Portal Two and MK Nine came out like on the same day, and both of them had like oh integrate with online stuff because nice. you could like you could like s- sign into Steam on your PlayStation Three with Portal Two. It was a very weird thing. And you got yeah. a free copy of Portal 2 on the PC if you had the PS3 version of the game. Um, but yeah, uh, a PS3 is a very good system. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting any, any shade on the PS3, but the uh, I would rank it in the past 10 years. second in that okay. generation behind the Xbox 360. No Wii U. Okay. It's no Wii U. <laughs> it's probably the fourth best PlayStation console. Uh, third best. Oh. I think it's better than the PS One. Uh, PlayStation Three is better than the PS One. Yeah. The P- but, I mean, but I will give you this. I games. do know the PlayStation One just kicked all kinds of ass over there. It did. It was a big deal over there. It was a well, huge it kicked all kind of ass game. over here too. It did. It did. But I think. I think. I think. I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure. You know, the UK was a pretty 
like it crazy the, yeah, market. It was the Super Nintendo like beta. Like that was what like finally sort of got people mm-hmm. transitioning away from Nintendo over here, yeah. I think. It's the same way it was here though. That's the same thing it was here. True. <laughs> but I, there were there were some barren years for Nintendo. Um but yeah, I mean I think I mean, it's probably a lot of it's hindsight, but I think even back then, when I was playing, like, PS1 and N64 games, I was like, I don't know about these games. They don't look so good. Like, that's how I always felt, right. I feel like. Um, like. I'm moving the best that I can, but yeah. there's always, I always feel like in all of those games, I'm like, if I rub up against this wall just right, I'll go through it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's why we watch all those speed runs of like N64 games. Yeah. They're always like, oh, I jumped through this mountain and I ended up yeah. at the end of the game. Like, because it, it all felt like I made Mario do 75 that's... butt bounces backwards. Yeah, exactly. That's somehow a thing you can do. I mean, nothing amazing games came out in, the, in that era, but um, yeah. they're definitely the hardest to go back to of, of any yes. games for me. Yes. Um, yes. That initial 3D era is definitely the toughest. And then it gets easier. It's it's funny to go back to like the PS2 original Xbox days because now basically if a shooter comes out or a platformer comes out or like a three action game comes out, there'll be slight variations in their control schemes, but generally they're gonna have like the same basic controls. Yeah. Like you know if you go from one to the other, like you'll have to relearn like maybe what like grab is on this one or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you pretty no- much know like if you're gonna shoot a gun you know exactly how to do it. And if you go back to the PS2 days of shooters, it's all over yeah. the fucking place. It's like, yeah. this yeah. game wants you to hold square. This game wants you to, like, like double tap this thing. Like, even if you go back to, like, original Halo, and you're throwing grenades with the left trigger, it's like, it's crazy town. It's, yeah. it's, you have to, like, zoom in by clicking in the stick. It's nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. I, I played... Uh... Uh, not too long ago, I mean a year maybe, but I played uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid Four on the yes. PS3. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like you you expect like as oh, a PlayStation Three, it's not that bad, <laughs> not that. But it's like, oh my god, like <laughs> they did not know what to do, know what to do with that controller. It's like, like oh yeah, this thing yeah. has motion in it. Oh yeah, weird. <laughs> I I tend to find like Konami games in general are always a little bit <laughs> right? weird, yeah. like control scheme wise. It's so odd. It's a bit like transitioning from like playing um, on PlayStation and pressing X to confirm things, mm. and then switching to your uh, like um, Nintendo yeah. like consoles, and it's a different button, mm-hmm. and it's you always end up canceling out of things when you don't want to, and going into things when you don't want to, and it's infuriating. Yeah, for sure. Ko- Kojima, especially the Metal Gear games, they're always <laughs> yeah. super weird. Like four is like amazingly modern compared to because right. one, two, and I mean two definitely changed things up, but two and three are basically identical in the way they controlled. Um, and four kind of takes it a little bit closer to modern, but still when four came out, like four came out, I'm pretty sure pre call of duty four. Right. So I would think so. Yeah. So call of duty four is really where people started going like, Oh, maybe we should codify control schemes between games. Like maybe we should go for what the really popular game does. Cause then people will have easier <laughs> right. time playing our game. Um, and it was, I mean, it wasn't until five where those games controlled well at all. Like yeah, I like mean, they're still sure. crazy. Like you, like the, the the like weird positions you have to put your hands in in like Metal Gear Two to like do everything you want to do. Like you're basically hitting every button on the controller to try to like do certain <laughs> things. Um, 
which was crazy. Why Metal Gear Five was crazy because it controlled so well. It controls like better than almost any other game out there, and it's nuts. Yeah, that's such a good game. I've been thinking a lot about Metal Gear Five this week because of Metal Gear Survive coming out. Right. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, and you know, you know, just how easy it would be to just like fall right back into that. game. Oh, absolutely. I've thought about it. Like, I thought about doing a would... stream with it because I'm like, let's put a real Metal Gear game uh, front and center yeah. again. You know, one thing about Metal Gear Survive, I haven't played it yet. I'm gonna try it out, but. That pisses me off the most is that by calling it Metal Gear Survive, it's MGS, which really bothers me. Like it's yeah, just like another yeah. FU from Konami, like That's, to, to Kojima. It's, it's it's real bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, one of the um, developers hid a like secret tribute to Kojima. I heard about game, that. Though. Yeah, it's, it's like nuts. It's like it's like a it's like a forever. note from like a kidnapped person like that it's like buried you have to like link <laughs> yeah. the, the, fir- the, the first letters of the last names in like this one thing and it's like koji pro forever or whatever is like what buried it like a kidnapped person <laughs> or a konami employee yeah exactly mm. if, if they if, if they catch me doing this they'll make me go work at the health club which is and apparently what do. they do um, change my email to another 50 letter oh yeah complicated <laughs> non- those are some weird stories man that come out of that yeah. place it's some really, really, really sad. It's really sad. It's true. There's people making your beloved soccer games, Hugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only thing they make is soccer. They're just like, we make soccer. <laughs> yeah. And, and this weird... That's what all Konami do. This they weird... And they can't... Broke-ass... They can't make a game. decent UI in those games. <laughs> Pez, Pez, the back end of Pez just looks like shit. Like that game plays really well, but goddamn, the in-game menus are awful. Because I don't feel like I don't feel like they so pay bad. anybody to do anything anymore. I feel like they don't have any like artists like on hand to do that kind of stuff. Like they're very much like let's just get it out the door and, and make as much money as it, possible. It really does make me sad, Konami. Just yeah. like how how little like like thank God like I'm really surprised that they're cool with like putting Castlevania and Contra on the Super Nintendo Classic. Because Konami just as easily could have been like, nah, just yeah. cause, like we're we're not interested in the no work that we would have to do for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if it was anybody else but Nintendo asking them, I bet you, right. you know, it would be a no. Um, I, I'm really curious how much Konami is actually getting out of that. Like I wonder because you know they yeah. get in theirs. I. The thing I just want Konami to sell off their video game stuff, right? When like, they just sell it off, just be like, oh, wait. And the only reason they keep it is because they want to put it in their fucking pachinko machines. So yeah, they- <laughs> well, like like there will never be a real Castlevania. That's just never that, that yeah. that's done. It's over. That's never going to be a thing anymore. You'll get a Netflix show. Well, especially now that Kojima's gone, because it seemed like Kojima was the only person who was like, hey, let's uh. Let's try to bring back this Konami property that has been gone for a long yeah. time. Yeah, he was yeah. he was producing the, the PT Silent Hill. Yeah, but he also produced the first Castlevania like modern game or whatever the Shadows of what, oh. Lords of Shadow. He was like an executive producer on that. Anyway, anyway, that's been a good, conversation but... I, didn't, I didn't expect to have. But I've been thinking about Kojima <laughs> and Konami a lot this week, um, especially because both of the uh, both of the games that I played on the SNES Classic. We're yeah. Konami games. Um, Two of the best. Yeah. Yeah. When you turn those games on, they get that 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 yeah. sound. Yeah. Oh, it's a good that's one. Good. It's a good one. It's good. Sorry, Capcom had a good one too. Yes, but please, oh. Konami, sell your stuff. If I'm interested, I'm interested. How much? Yeah. <laughs> 
We'll clip together. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll make it happen. Him. We'll start a, we'll start a, a GoFundMe. You can have Konami. For it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Hugh, they, they, um, they revealed a new Overwatch hero. They did. Um, earlier today, um, who she is, Brigitte Lindholm, who just so happens to be daughter of Torbjorn. Um, and she looks pretty cool. I haven't had a chance to have a go with her yet. She's on the PTR. Um, so if you're a PC Overwatch player, then you can play her right now. Um, and she looks quite interesting. Kind of a mix of... Um, I like uh, They described her... It's set primarily a support, but with tanky elements to her. Um, and she's got like some really like interesting um, weapons. So she's got like this flail. Um, which is called the rocket flail. It says, um, and it has like an extended range, so she can she sort of swipes and she can hit multiple enemies at one go. Um, she also has um, healing abilities, so she can throw um, what they call I think it's uh, repair pack. Um, so she can throw this thing at an ally, um, and they don't necessarily have to be. Um, even if they have full HP, if she throws it at them, it gives them a pool of armor, um, so it'll overheal, but the pool of armor will slowly over time sort of degrade and go away. Um, so she also has an alternate attack with her flail where it says um, Brigitte throws her flail long distance, dealing damage and knocking an enemy away from her. So that's a pretty cool one. I guess you could use it to sort of make room for yourself so you can just hit someone who's immediately in front of you knock them back and you know set yourself up um she has um a shield much like reinhardt and it does have a big lion head on the front of it as well um but this shield is purely basically a personal shield um so it only covers her and obviously if you're directly behind her um you get the benefit of that as well um but she also has an ability with the shield where um she could dash forward and um stun enemies so she can knock them down and it puts them in a stunned state for a, a limited amount of time um and she has um she also has a passive ability which is pretty cool which also is a healing ability so whenever she uses her flail um so her melee attack she actually heals um nearby allies over time so while she's attacking, she's healing everybody around her. And then her ultimate is called Rally. So basically, she herself starts to move faster. And um, the way they described it was she has an area of effect around her that basically gives all her allies armor until it's it, and it stays there until it takes damage so whereas her other ability when she gives people armor that slowly goes down her ultimate the armor that she gives from that degrades um only with damage um so yeah there's um the developer update with jeff kaplan on the overwatch youtube um like probably describing her abilities and there's a little sort of introductory um sort of motion comic type thing which is like two minutes long but she looks pretty cool um i'm gonna jump onto the ptr tomorrow and hopefully make like a little video of um a little bit of gameplay 
um which me playing on pc is probably going to look like a five-year-old playing <laughs> overwatch but you know whatever you'll, you'll get a general idea but i'll click some buttons and i'll make it do the things and you'll you'll see what they do we're just gonna get the so, hashtag yeah, content absolutely. out there hugh that's really what it's about getting that hashtag content yeah, yeah. up on the up on the youtubes mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, Flood, flooding, flooding the internet with our wares. With our wares, exactly. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I was just talking with a former host of Talking Games, Justin Townsend, today about this new Boo. Um, that guy. And, uh, you know, I was like, it's she looks really cool, but I don't foresee a time when I'm going to ever play Overwatch regularly again. Um same you know i I mean i put probably 70 hours into overwatch like so i got my i got plenty of value out of it and i loved playing overwatch um but at this point i just can't see going back to it um maybe i'll be wrong maybe i'll pick it back up but um i and i was talking to justin i was like i don't know what the game is going to be for me this year like what's going to be the multiplayer game that like catches my attention um and and he just wrote back PUBG. That's what he wrote back to me. PUBG. <laughs> I was like, no, a new game, Justin. A new game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's cool. I Fortnite? mean, it's cool to keep supporting it. What, 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 Matt? You got that Fortnite? I, oh, I, I got that Fortnite. We got Mr. Fortnite? Wood. Right. I got that Fortnite, nice. Mr. Wood. <laughs> Baby grounds. It's free. It's, it's free. free. It's free. It's free. It's free on everything. Um, it's my day, every day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, the one thing I got like when I was watching, I watched a little bit of a gameplay video with her, um, and I think now more, the interesting thing now with Overwatch when they introduce new heroes is whether they actually manage to work themselves into the meta as mm-hmm. far as. Um, the Overwatch League goes. Um, and I think she might actually have the propensity to do that. Like, there's some characters which do not... People just do not pick when you're watching Over, Overwatch League. Like, nobody ever plays as Symmetra. And, mm. like, there's a couple of characters. Like, nobody ever plays as Torbjorn. Mm. Um, and so... for I, It's interesting to see whether or not with... Um, Brigitte and other upcoming characters, whether they're actually going to like work really hard to try and make these characters um, sort of essential picks in the competitive meta. Um, and like I said, especially with the Overwatch League, because I think there's very um, there's certain characters which you you'll see on certain maps. They will. You can guarantee that both teams will pretty much pick the same, the same five or six characters. Like they will have like the same team builds. So it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I guess she won't be available in Overwatch League until she's like on the live servers. I guess, which will probably be usually their turnaround is two or three weeks. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see if she can work her way into that deep into the method. Yeah. I mean, I, the things I think I like about her is I, I think I read this right where she, she can restore other people's health by damaging opponents. Yes. That is a very cool thing. Like that's like a, both of her. Sorry. What'd you say? Both of her melee attacks, basically as she's like dealing damage with her melee attacks, 
um, she's healing right. at the same time. That's awesome. Like that's an awesome idea. Like because that that really allows you to have a a character where you can be helping your team and and healing and playing support while still being offensive. And in fact, you need to be, which I think is that's a really mm-hmm. cool thing. And um, you you know. I, uh, the the meta of, of the game is fascinates me, but what I like about what seems Overwatch is doing, which I like, is that they're not slaves to the idea of, of the meta. You know, they're not necessarily creating all characters who um, just fit into this like ideal version of a character that these that the professionals want. Because most people who play Overwatch are not professionals, and most of them are going to want to play. You know, people who are starting out are going to want to play people like Torbjorn, where they can like. You know, get some positive reinforcement from and not having to be great at shooting. You know, so I, I, th- yeah. that's what the game has always been been, been best at doing. Um, mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Um, the other thing we have on the news list is they are adding a warning to boxes with games with in-game purchases in it. The SRB <laughs> is doing this in an, a, an attempt to not have the government interfere with the games industry after the senator, um, senator from Hawaii, was it, sent that letter to... Them being like, yo, you, get your shit together or we're going to have to do something about it. He uh, seemed to beat the drum loudest. Yeah. Um, so so they put this warning on, on, on the boxes and, and I think that it's like a – if they think this is really going to be an answer, I, it's not. It's just not. No. It's just not going to be. The, yeah. the, uh, Every video game ever is about to get this label. Yeah, exactly. And, and and the difference between what an in-game purchase means in one game versus another game yeah. is staggering, you know? And, and right. the issue that they were talking about really has nothing to do with them offering in-game purchases. as has, has to do with the, the psych- psychological tactics they employ to get you to buy these things, you know, where they turn right. it into gambling. That's the thing that they had trouble with, and this is not going to fix that. By the way, back to Metal Gear Survive for a second. I, <laughs> If you guys haven't heard this, if you want a second save oh. slot in Metal Gear Survive, you've got to pay ten dollars. <laughs> what? That's fucking bullshit. That's, no, that's Konami. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, it's it's absurd. Like that. I, I know that's not that game is in. <laughs> so um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not a full. No, it's forty dollars. It? It's forty dollars. Like, yeah, yeah, right. But still, that's you know. That's a, a, a fair chunk of money. Yes. Like it's over here on the PSN. For that? Yeah, play. man. Um, I, I shouldn't have to pay to be able to create multiple characters in a fucking video no. game. No. Like, no, definitely not. Right. Like, it, it's, people, it's, it's, it's complete round, bullshit. <laughs> people rounded on, like, um, Battlefront 2 for, like, what they were trying to do. Like, as far as I'm concerned, that is, like, that smells just as bad as far as bullshit goes. Right. Um, but at least, like, Battlefront had the decency to go, okay, we fucked up, and just, like, pulled the plug on it. Um, but $10, $10 just create a new character? It's pretty bad. It's absurd. Like, it's cheeky enough anyway, but going, yeah, 10 bucks, <laughs> like, that's fucking... I should say, I guess messy. you can do it with in-game currency, but it's like... It, it's like the special game currency that you don't get a lot of. It's like it's like you get like I guess like ten a a day for logging in or something like that. I think, but that's still like a mm. hundred days you'd have to play the game it's, logging in every day. It to... Sounds like they're just trying to make fucking Metal Gear into Candy Crush. <laughs> in their yes. wildest dreams, Our here that's exactly what it would be. Metal Gear into a yeah. pachinko machine. Mm. 
<laughs> yeah. Another thing, they remastered all of the Snake Eater cutscenes for those pachinko machines, like redid them in like the Fox engine, like yeah. the Metal Gear Five engine. It looks, but it looks really good. It looks amazing. They're it, only yeah, in the fucking it, pachinko it, machine, <laughs> right? Yeah, it, 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 it might be like, oh, let's take this amazing game. I love Snake Eater. Yeah, it's great. And and let's make it look fantastic, but. <laughs> You gotta pay, and also you're not playing it. I, I honestly like Konami doesn't. Have, again, we're back on Konami, but they don't even do that much work. <laughs> if they just all in, on, well, a if they release release that Metal Gear Solid collection on the PS4, I would buy it again. I don't even care. Oh, um, fucking yeah, man! Because yeah. that collection oh, is awesome. Okay. Especially the one that has like the uh, the uh, uh, like like the original Metal yeah, Gear. Yeah, that's the one I'm like talking the, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It has the original MSX good. games. It has it has solid, solid two, solid three, solid mm-hmm. four. Um, the, I would I would apps and the VR mission thing or whatever. I would definitely yes, buy yes. that again. Oh God, yes. And if they just did a if they remastered all of those original three Metal Gear games or even the four, I don't think you have to remaster Metal Gear four that much. But the but one through three and like release them and I would pay full price for each one of them if they did that they made it look like Metal Gear 5 they literally (laughs) wouldn't even have to remaster them (laughs) just put them on a place like like, they wouldn't they would literally have to do nothing just let me play it this just in I really love Metal Gear and I'm really angry about Metal Gear Survive oh yeah man Metal Gear like like Metal Gear is so fucking nutty and so much fun I love Metal Gear it's yeah, so good. Fucking awesome, man. Anyway, in-game purchases. It's gonna. Uh, it's too deep of a well to to unspool. I I think that there are times people do it right and times people don't uh, do it wrong, and, and there's no clear definition of that line. But up until now, video games have gotten away with basically having gambling in their games because nobody was paying attention. But then, uh oh, like. People started paying attention, so now they have to figure out what they're going to do. Uh, and yeah, that was probably Battlefront. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it definitely was Battlefront Two's fault. Yes, yeah. yeah, so that was definitely the one. People were like, uh-huh. "What's going on?" The, uh, that Hawaiian senator literally said, "Like, it's a Star Wars theme casino." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, it's 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 going to be big time trouble for them, and they've got to get they've got to do more than this to get um, to get their shit together. Um, Tom Kalinske and Howard Lincoln have to get back in the in the game. I guess Howard Lincoln passed away, right? Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be that it's gonna be that rating system thing all over again. And, and they've either got to step up big time, or the government's gonna come in and make some sort of rule on them, and it's gonna they're not gonna like it. So, well, Tipper Gore is gonna get pissed off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, I had asked on on Twitter about people what kind of games people wanted to see us stream, um, and Jesse Anderson asked if we had any interest in Hunt Showdown. Um, his name is Pixel Poo on Twitter, which is a great Twitter handle. Oh, by the way, I agree. Good, I good one. I concur. Um, uh, if people don't know what Hunt Showdown is, it's from Crytek. It's it's a very difficult game to try to explain what it is. It's a yeah. multiplayer, both. Player versus player and player versus everyone um, game. So basically, you, I, I think it's I think it's duo only right now. You can only play in groups of two. I think the game forces you yes. to play in groups of two, wh- whether or not you have a friend or not. So you be you be matched in. 
basically you get dropped in. It's like sort of like Lovecraftian, Victorian sort of era, um, and you get dropped into like a like a kind of swampy. Like, that's what it looks like in the trailers, anyway. Like a very like. Uh, yeah, on the map that they've they've got right now. Yeah, um, and, and the conceit of it's cool. It's like you have to kill like computer like AI enemies like zombies um, and find mm-hmm. clues to figure out where the boss is. Um, and you, when you kick down the boss, you get these tokens. And I guess if you can hold on to the tokens, um, yeah, basically when you kill the boss, you have to like send the send it to hell Mm -hmm. so basically after you've killed it you have basically you trigger the extraction of of its body or its soul um and you get like a percentage which slowly builds up and you basically have to survive until it's being completely sort of consumed and sent to hell then you get your bounty so each person gets one bounty each and then they have to get to an extraction point. Um, but all the while, while the um, boss is being sort of consumed and sent to hell, um, I think basically the characters sort of like have these this sort of um, sixth sense type thing they can use. So whilst that's happening, everybody on the map can see where it's happening. So they may well all descend on you and it can become like a free-for-all because whoever's alive when those bounties drop can pick them up. Um, So, yeah, and basically your characters have... um, It's kind of like, I guess, sort of... um, It's a bit like Rogue Legacy in that like when your character dies, they're permanently dead, but they have like a bloodline where like you can buy new characters... And this, I think they, I don't know whether they're randomly generated or whatever. Um, but once a character's dead, he's perma dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting concept, but I don't know. For me, when I watched it, I, I was kind of like, is this, is this all there is to it? Just like dropping in, killing the boss, getting back out, upgrading your equipment, and repeat. Um, which. If that is the case, I don't see much like longevity in it for me. Um, so yeah, it's it's like it's one of those games where I, I need to know if there is more to it than just that or more variation on that theme. Really. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on what it's like to play, right? Because it, 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 mm-hmm. if you look at like uh, some of the most popular multiplayer games, like you could boil it down to very simple. Like I could be like about Siege. Like there's there's one side that defends, one side that attacks. You know, once everybody's dead or they disarm this thing, it's over, rinse, repeat, you know? Um, PUBG is the same way. You drop on an island, you try to kill everybody, you're dead, go back, you know? Um, so I want to know how what it feels like to play, and, and especially play with a, a, a person you know, because um, there seems like there could be a lot of tactics involved in, in what you're doing, because all, all the while, while you're hunting this boss, you have other real players in the world doing the same thing, and, you know, you can do things like, okay, like, oh, I found the boss first, but instead of me expending my energy to try to take this guy down, why don't I just kind of camp out and wait? And when somebody else runs up, let them do their work and then I'll take them out right before they take down the boss. We'll take them down and then we'll go, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's also, um, 
I did see when um when I was watching some of it on Twitch during the alpha that um there's kind of like an element of stealth mm. in it because all the sort of um uh computer controlled enemies in there like the the ads I guess you could call them um if you agitate them um so say like you could come across a pack of dogs and if you're walking past them and you you aggro them they'll start barking and it can there's like multiple ways that what you do while you're sort of traversing the world can alert others to your presence um so there is sort of like that um like do you risk killing the enemies that are around you or do you try and sneak past them to try and sort of um make it less make it less obvious that you're in that area type thing so there is you know there there is a bit of depth to the gameplay in, in that respect so that that kind of like sort of um like you said sort of tactical sort of make decision making side of it does look pretty cool yeah um it's in very very early access like you said like the alpha test was right before they launched an early access and 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 they are i mean they're very open about it very forward about it they're constantly updating the game taking on the servers putting the servers back up um addressing issues so um a kind of buyer beware i think going to that and again i haven't i haven't got a chance to play it i i do want to play it um I'm not in a place right now where I'm going to throw down 30 bucks to to try it out, but um, I, I think it'll definitely be a game I'm going to watch and, and try out at some point. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks Jesse for, for, for that question. Um, if you guys want to send us a question at Talking Underscore Games on Twitter, or maybe games at TalkingComicBooks.com, you can send an email over to there. Uh, you can check out our videos over at YouTube.com slash TalkingGamesVideos, or our live streams at Twitch.com twitch.tv slash talking games where sometimes Matt is streaming random games and you get to see that face because he does have a camera on him when he's streaming so it's uh well he sat there on his couch supping a beer yeah yeah I was uh I was I was definitely doing that yeah (laughs) so much so so much so that on on the Sailor Moon stream spoiler alert uh, I got to the last level it said last level and uh, I got tired, <laughs> and I was like, "I think we got it. It's been an hour." <laughs> you almost beat I the game. Now you couldn't have done. Beat the I, game. I got real sleepy. <laughs> um, I, I guess uh, I, I'm I'm not cool and in the know, but there's a new social network called Vero, and we have a page up on there. Yep, I think I follow that, don't I? I am, I'm on the Vero. I don't know. I'm on Vero, and I, every time I try to post anything, it's given me an error message and told me I couldn't post it. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. it's um, it's temperamental to say the least. And I've also been seeing um, a lot of questionable things about nice. um, who runs. Oh yeah, yeah. It, I so just I just read a story about them today. They like own like yeah. a manufacturing so, plant or something and didn't pay their workers for like the last like <laughs> nine months they were open or something. Cool. Glad they got so, my email. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we may or may not continue uh, yeah. that page. <laughs> to, to be fair, if we were closing down all our social network profiles because of the companies that run them, we wouldn't have any social network profiles. So yeah. um, we're also a humble partner, um, a proud IGN brand. Um, but we're, no, <laughs> oh, we're, yeah. we're a humble partner. 
Um, and you can find the links in the show post on the website. Um, also, everybody, too, he has been doing a, a lot of work on this. Uh, we're going to be launching um, our own website that's just the video game stuff. Um, Surprise! We got the podcast. Uh, we're, gonna, we're not going to wait till we have all the content backloaded on there to, to launch it, but we're going to make sure we have all sort of like the most recent months of stuff on there first before we launch it, and then we'll start. We'll keep adding stuff as as we go along. Um, but uh, I'll uh, we'll be kind of launching that soon. Um, so just keep an eye out for that. Um, if you want to get in touch with me personally, I'm at Bobby Shortle on Twitter. Hugh. I am at H underscore Pat. Matt. I am at Johnny Matt Wood on both Twitter and Instagram. Oh, boy. Um, Matt, are you still, is Ben assembled on hiatus right now? What's going on? It's on hiatus. Uh, in mid-March, we're releasing our Civil War episode. Okay. So we, we, we there will be Ben assembled episodes sporadically okay. while we're on, we're on break. Okay. Um, Summer vacay. And uh, part one of the adventure season one finale is out right now. Part two will be out probably in a week. Depends how long it takes Justin to work his magic. Uh, Justin Riley, not Justin Townsend. Um, but that will be out. And then uh, we yeah, will. I was going to uh, say Justin Magic? Really? No, 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 no. But then, uh, <laughs> uh, then there'll be an out of character episode with, with, with the gang just ch- chatting about how we play the game and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, Mr. Brian Verderosa, Henley Littlepeen himself will be taking over uh, as dungeon master. We already actually recorded our first uh, session and it went, it went very, very well. So I look forward to you guys hearing that, but uh, that's going to do it for the talking games podcast for this week. Thank you, Hugh. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who are listening until next time. Be good to one another.